You clowns, you screwed that all up. <laughs> Eric, Debbie, no, 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 no. Uh, we didn't. Oh. No, no, no. No, no, no. Play it now, E. <laughs> <laughs> there was supposed to be more cheering at the end of the somersault remark. I don't know, Deb, you know. Right. There, there we go. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Just about 12 minutes after 8 on this Tuesday morning. Big announcement, new partnership between us here at WTMJ, your home for the Milwaukee Bucks, and the Bucks organization to bring you exclusive on-demand content in a venture we call Bucks Plus. What's on it? How can you access it? Why is this unique in all of professional sports? Chief Sales and Marketing Officer for the Bucks and Pfizer Forum, Dustin Gonsi, on the line with us this morning. Hey, Dustin. Hey, good morning. Hey, can I? St- I definitely want to get into all the Bucks Plus stuff, and there's some fascinating content that's already there and available. But you were just at the All Star Game, right? You were in Indy. Yeah, I was. So, are we getting an All Star Game here in Milwaukee? I know we put a bid in. <laughs> what twenty seven, twenty eight? Like we can totally handle this. the The NBA owes us a game. We've done everything right. Everything they've asked for. I think you know the city would would show well uh, for the All Star Game. We're going to continue to pushing on on our end and. And fighting to to get it here because I think you know Indianapolis put on a, a great show and and we've seen a lot of Midwestern cities have it recently so we'll go to the West Coast for a couple of years and then and do our best to get it back here in the Midwest uh, twenty seven twenty eight. Were you there on Saturday when they had the dunk contest and stuff with the uh, the floor the LED floor changing all the time? I was yeah the the floor was pretty cool I mean it was it was cool I think we're a few years away from ever seeing that and necessarily live action um, but. But uh, that's was, fine by me, by cool the way. See how they did it. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. How did it play in person? Did it look yeah. different than it than it looked to all of us on TV? You know, it was it was actually a little bit more muted in person. I think it was definitely you know brighter on TV, and you can kind of see it at those low angles from when you were up. It, it it actually does a pretty nice job of being a little bit more muted. You didn't see the the green halo effect that you necessarily yeah. saw on TV during the three point contest in in person. Talking with Dustin Gonsi of the Milwaukee Bucks, and he's with us to talk about this new partnership called Bucks Plus, which we'll get to in one more moment. But I do have to ask you about the Giannis film, which dropped on Prime Video, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. Have you seen the whole feature length yet? Yeah, we watched it last night as a family. It's pretty incredible. Oh, that's really cool. How did the family you know, like it? They they loved it. My son was nine years old, was transfixed the entire time. And, um, you know, I think just really shows an appreciation for, you know, his story and, and how he got to where he is. And, and I think tells a lot, you know, from the background of, of why he continues to be so driven and, and pushed to, to continue to improve and, and do what he does. It was, it was really an incredible, incredible documentary. It's available on Prime Video right now. The other takeaway I had from it, Dustin, as a longtime Bucks fan, which was interesting, is I feel like we didn't know... I don't want to say how bad we had it, but how challenged, if you will, the Bucks were in some of those lean years. And I thought the film really explored some of that. What it was like bringing, trying to bring NBA stars in to practice at the Cousins Center and have to drive out to St. Francis or to have offices and facility, facilities that were not what we were measuring up to other teams across the league. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and you know, that was my first couple of years here was Giannis got drafted my second year in Milwaukee. And, and that was, you know, sort of a, a turning point. And I would say, you know, at one point in time, that was what you saw in, in how the Bucks organization was, was very similar to, to what the league 
kind of was and, and the league had passed by what our facilities were where where the the resources were being put in and and you know luckily we we had an owner in, in herb cole who was dedicated to keeping the team here and wanted to to make sure that we we got ownership in that would that would be able to to take the team into that that sort of next generation and and we're here now and and it's you know it is it is kind of interesting to to look back and and see it because you didn't necessarily feel it at the time quite quite like that Dustin Gotze is with us from the Milwaukee Bucks. So today we dropped this new one-of-a-kind audio platform uh, from our parent company here, Good Karma Brands and the Bucks. It's called Bucks Plus. Can you kind of tell us, and, and the reason I started in with the Giannis movie is there's some of the content that's up there is kind of carrying that story even further. So just give us an idea, Dustin, for fans. What is Bucks Plus? How can they access it? And what's special about it? Yeah, Bucks Plus is you know kind of first of its kind in, in the NBA world. We partnered with with you guys and, and Good Karma Brands to to really power this and, and produce this on demand audio content. It's one area of our our content offerings that we haven't really delved into, and it's such a big big thing right now. People listening to podcasts, listening to to on demand highlights, things like that. So we wanted to put together this platform that that would really give kind of a, a little bit more of a peek behind the curtain of, of the organization, dive deeper into stories, bring some national people in, uh, you know, kind of an interview show. So right now we've launched with, with a few different pieces of content. We will have um, bucks and six, which will be the, the day after recap that Greg Matzik's done continue to do that. That'll now move over to bucks plus we'll have the here district, which will be a national sort of interview show where we'll get national guests that sort of thing in that'll be hosted by Marcus Johnson and, and his son, Chris, which is, is really cool to, to kind of have that, that family affair there. And then, you know, launching today, which is, is really cool is, is behind the box, um, which as you mentioned, touches on the, the sort of behind the scenes and the, the making of, of the honest documentary. So we've got producer Connor shell on, we've got the director, Kristen Lapis, um, and we'll have a series of store interviews and, and stories throughout the week that we'll be releasing in conjunction with that to, to just kind of give fans a, a little bit deeper into to the making of that and the story behind the story. I feel like uh, the the motivation behind this, uh, Dustin, is that it's more than just some X's and O's. Like there, there's so many different layers, so many different people involved in so many different facets of basketball, of the Bucks, the players, their backgrounds. I mean, there's so many different places you can go with this. It, there really is, and I think you know we're sort of scratching the surface on this this initial release. We'll also have you know we'll be distributing Thanalysis, so we'll have Thanalysis podcast on the platform um, to to be able to get that out to additional fans and, and go through. So there's a lot of directions we'll go. I think, you know, we've talked, you know, future, future shows, future pieces, you know, what could that be digging into, you know, maybe some deeper stories on, on guys on the roster who, who don't get, you know, quite the attention of, of the all-stars and, and that sort of thing um, to, you know, maybe at some point we will get into for the, the analytics people out there, something that digs a little bit more in, but I think, you know, we want this to be, a little bit of, of you know something for different different pockets of fandom and, yeah. and really for us to be able to, to go out and tell the tell the Bucks stories in a way that you know maybe the the national media and and, and people who don't have the access can't do. Dustin Gotzi is with us from the Milwaukee Bucks. You mentioned uh, Thanasis podcast, Thanalysis. <laughs> Great if, name, by if, the way. Right, awesome. If you've listened before, I mean, Thanasis is a really smart dude. And the other thing he does, and like you mentioned about things that you're going to hear that you can't hear other places. Because he's a guy who's in the game, because he's his last name is Antetokounmpo, mm-hmm. you're going to get guys talking to him in a way that they wouldn't talk 
to you, wouldn't talk to Eric or me or even a sports broadcaster. You're going to hear things on that podcast uh, from Thanasis that you don't hear other places. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he is he he's shown in the first couple of years that that he's done this and, and sort of put it out. I, I mean, he has had incredible guests on there. He just, you know, released started the third season last week, which with Dame Lillard, which, you know, getting Dame to sit down and really just talk open and honestly as a, a teammate is is pretty cool to see. And and like you mentioned, he's he's a smart guy. He's a great personality. I mean he he is you know, for somebody who's not a professional in the area has has really gone out and, and I think has a a future in, in being able to, to talk, that's for sure. So, Dustin, give us the, the lowdown on how we access this. I know it's available on the Bucks website. I think it's bucks.com slash plus. Is that right? And then there are the other spots that we can find it for folks who just want to listen in the car or on their phone. Yeah. Uh, bucks.com is where you'll find everything, and then it, you can really find these anywhere that you find podcasts, so whether that's going through Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any of, the, any of your normal podcast uh, delivery areas, you can go search for the name of the podcast you're looking for or search for Bucks Plus, and you'll be able to find it there. Dustin Godsey from the Milwaukee Bucks. Last question. So, you know, when we say partnership, Good Karma Brands, Milwaukee Bucks, what do you need from Eric and me here? Like, what are we on the hook for? You know, I think at this point, you know, we're we're still looking for ideas and hosts for for future concepts. Okay, we got lots of ideas. Are you sure? (laughs) Ready to to have a brainstorming session whenever you guys are. Okay, well, uh, lunch is on you. We'll be right over. All right. All right, congrats, Dustin. Really excited to be a part of it uh, here at Good Karma Brands and WTMJ. It's Bucks Plus available now. Thanks, my friend. All right, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. 821 on Wisconsin's Morning News. on Wisconsin's Morning News. First text out of the gate in response to our conversation about the new venture that launches today called Bucks Plus, exclusive content, behind-the-scenes stuff. Really good audio that's up there, and it is available for you now. Will this be free for a time and then a whole bunch of money for it later? I am told that not only is it free right now, but it's going to remain free, barring the unforeseen. I guess it would have to get white hot. It would have to be super, <laughs> right. super hot, which would be great, I guess, but no, it's that's not the plan. The idea, right, is to bring people together who want that content and they want it on demand. So not everybody's interested in the X's and O's of the Bucks, but they might be more interested in the personalities of players or behind-the-scenes stuff or vice versa. I don't care about all that. I just want to know what happened in last night's game. That's all up there in its various yeah, forms. Yeah. And you're... You're better at listening to podcasts in the car than I am, right? Well, because you have a newer car. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the reason. So, yeah. right. It's all right there you, you if can you find have Apple if you... or Spotify Correct. or whatever. Yes. And, and that you can set up on your phone as well and, and hear it at your leisure. Speaking of which, a lot of folks are listening to cassettes again in the car. Yes. The cassette tapes are being fueled again. The sales are up for this old audio format, the cassette tape. And there are two reasons for it. One is because of a pop star. Yes, Taylor Swift. Told you she moves markets. So she is one. Yes, she does. She's one of two entities that helped account for a 29% increase of all cassette album sales sold last year. Now, Debbie says maybe there were only 10 cassettes sold. (laughs) Okay, right. (laughs) It is possible. We should really get that number. I'm really curious. (laughs) But Taylor Swift is one reason. The other reason, well, I told you the answer already, but I don't know if you would have guessed this. You can thank Marvel. Yes, Guardians of the Galaxy, their trilogy of movies, 
all kind of dealt with the old retro songs and there's cassette tapes played and whatnot. He had a cassette tape, a little Walkman that he carried around with him. Star-Lord did. And that was so hot that that, they believe, also fueled this reselling of cassette tape. I would put Stranger Things in that category as well, right? Because she was listening to the Walkman and the tape goes in. You know, there's something about the the tape clicking in. and Volume 1. From uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy is about a decade old now. That ranked as the best-selling album, Volume 2 and 3, and then Taylor Swift's re-recorded 1989 and Speak Now round out last year's top five. So I'm guessing number six could be something with Stranger Things. Sure, and, and so you have new artists who are willing to also release new, or you have artists who are willing to release new music both on vinyl and on tape, like, sure, there's going to be some folks who want to buy that. I did a story on this a couple of years ago because this isn't brand new. Like, the, the resurgence sort of continues. Right. But people started getting back into cassettes a few years ago. And I talked to a guy at a local record shop, and he's like, yeah, you know, we're seeing it. And they had a whole bunch of cassettes there. It's all, almost all resale in the sure. case of this particular couple shop. couple of bucks here and there for yeah, those Yeah, you go to Half Price Books, they've got yeah. a huge area that's not only just vinyl and CDs, but also tapes, mm-hmm. and increasingly more so. He said another reason that he saw a lot of young people in the store buying cassette tapes was, what kind of cars do they drive? Old ones. In many cases, right, it's old ones that predate, you know, maybe it had a CD player. That was like super at the time. It's certainly I mean, not all hooked up to your phone, Unless you do things like you plug it in here and whatever sure, else, but right, it's not yeah, as easy. Yeah, yeah. So kids get a beater to drive around when they're in high school or whatever, and it's got a cassette deck in there. So you can either listen to dad's mixtapes <laughs> <laughs> that maybe he brings up from the basement, or you can go out and get some music you actually want. Right. So maybe that's a brilliant strategy by Taylor Swift and company to be right. doing that. Put it right out there. 828 on Wisconsin's Morning News. about 8.36 on Wisconsin's Morning News. You'll never guess what tipped them off. So these guys ended up messing up their whole operation. They could have got, got away with it. Learning more this morning about a luxury car heist from this Land Rover dealership in Waukesha. We do know this morning six of the nine vehicles, at least, that were stolen have since been recovered. It was a multi-county high-speed chase on the freeway early Sunday morning. Five luxury vehicles, high-end vehicles, white SUVs, two of them. And police radio transmissions obtained by TMJ4 News. That was during the chase. So you have multiple jurisdictions involved because this thing went from Waukesha at one point into Milwaukee County, into Racine County, into Kenosha County. State Patrol was involved. They're all chasing these cars that are going at more than 100 miles an hour. One of them was driving on rims after blowing out the tire on a stop stick. These are 110. You got nothing left back, left rear tire, nothing. You're gonna lose it, you're gonna lose it, you're gonna lose it. Crash, 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 crash. And these guys were cooking right down the freeway early Sunday morning. A lot of authorities in pursuit. The driver of the vehicle that crashed there on I 94 in Pleasant Prairie, 17 years old. Arrested charges pending. It's the only arrest right now, Eric, that I've seen. Have not gotten an update since from authorities. You have a lot of jurisdictions involved here as well. So who's the lead of where a person might have been arrested? This thing ends down in Illinois because authorities believe the young thieves are part of an organized crime ring out of Chicago or that area. And that more arrests will be coming. Oftentimes it takes a couple of days. Yeah. But there was some confidence in like, yeah, we kind of know who we're looking for here. And we're going to go through those channels. 
So you know how they first got onto these guys? Like, clearly could have gotten away. They definitely could have gotten to Illinois without being discovered, or at least not in time. So they hit this dealership in the dark of night or early morning hours, if you will, before it was light out. They apparently busted through a service store. And I'm guessing once you got it in through the door, that's where they grabbed the keys to the car. So they were able to start up nine of these vehicles that were taken off of this lot. And nobody would have known. They did have somebody who came to the dealership and they tipped off authorities saying like, yeah, something's not right yep, here. Yep. There's a door broken into. There's an issue. Right. But these guys would have been long since gone. And no one would have known even where to, do we look north? Do we look west? Do we look south? So whatever. Here's how they found it. The police got a call about something that didn't look right in West Dallas early Sunday morning. Young kids with masks on, all filling up luxury vehicles at 6.30 in the morning. Um, that's odd. <laughs> yeah, that's odd. One word. Captain Dan Bauman there, the Waukesha Police Department. So they're investigating because that's where the car, from where the cars were stolen. But apparently these guys gassed up all at the same gas station. <laughs> And didn't even bother to take their criminal masks off. So they're wearing masks while, Gassing while up. getting gas. A bunch of kids, like presumably kids or you know, yeah, teenage looking yeah. kids, all driving high-end Luxo cars, 6.30 in the morning, all gassing up at the same time, wearing like ski masks and stuff. <laughs> hmm. That didn't look suspicious. No, not at all. So somebody went ahead and called that in, and that's what got the chase. Eventually, they intercepted these vehicles. It led to that chase. <laughs> I mean, it was a like, remarkable chase too. Some of that caught on video. Yeah, there's a and there's a lot of video because you had all these jurisdictions involved. You had uh, different traffic cams yeah. that were there. You got dash cams and and all that. And these guys were cooking. But like I said, they got the 17 year old in custody who crashed near Mount Pleasant or Pleasant Prairie, sorry. And then the others did escape down to Illinois. Six of the nine vehicles have been recovered, all because they stopped for gas. You, hey, you don't think we should uh, go to different gas stations? Or nah, we're good. 8.39, Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight forty-three on Wisconsin's Morning News. So we signed the maps, right? Are we done talking about the maps? It's officially kind of done. What a Monday morning. <laughs> Yes. Hey, can I just point out, were you and the governor hanging out? You both had the voice thing going. Yeah. You did not sound I, entirely I, I well. That. Is he, he was, okay? He was fighting the RSV stuff a little bit, too. Is that, is that what you've diagnosed yourself with? I don't know what I have. It's gone. <laughs> I, I think I diagnosed You sound with, better today. The voice is good. You. I right. think it was just too much partying. A lot partying. of strength behind your voice Too today. much partying at the JDRF event on Must Saturday. I think that's what it was. Um, yeah, so Governor Evers, uh, you know me, I'm... I'm a fool for the pomp and pageantry of a good old bill signing. <laughs> and they had one yesterday for the maps, the legislative maps that were passed by the Republican legislature last week. It's a new day in Wisconsin. <laughs> and they were fired up. And we were wondering about this yesterday, if and when this was going to take place, which we kind of anticipated. We wondered what the reaction would be because most Democrats didn't vote for this, this bill. Right. Because they would rather go to the state Supreme Court where maybe the bill or the uh, the maps would be redrawn again and selected in a way that would actually give more opportunity. Right. For actually them. less fair, more <laughs> to their advantage. And it's already, I mean, this changes, this is a game changer when it comes to running for elections. And Evers, super fired up about it, but listen to the crowd. People, state and country should come before politics and party. Or at least they always have and always will be for me. 
<laughs> I, got, I, I noticed got a few of those hoots right off the bat. Like, who's hooting? Here's one more. Today, Wisconsinites, I'm enacting fair maps for the great state of Wisconsin. <laughs> That's my personal favorite. If I hadn't watched it myself, I'd have thought you were making it up. <laughs> no, like, come on, E. Like, that's not what they actually this, did. This is real, yes. <laughs> so it's it's mostly, mostly done. I mentioned before, we're done right. talking about the maps. We're not because there's some clarification that is still being sought from the state Supreme Court as to when do the maps take effect. There are virtually no statewide legis- or legislative races that would take place in the state before the fall mm-hmm. when this is supposed to take effect, but, but for a few. yes. So you have um, what, Robin Voss, Assembly Speaker, is facing a recall effort. It's not to the point where right. there's been a vote scheduled, but if there were, does that yeah, happen does under that new maps, right, new right. district, or not? And then State Senator Lena Taylor, mm-hmm. she was granted a judgeship, yep. right? Yep. So, so she's going to be vacating that yep. seat. There'll be a special election for that. So well, are they new maps or are they old so maps the, go- <laughs> the governor brought that up, much to the excitement of the crowd. I will also be asking the Wisconsin Supreme Court to clarify that these maps will be in place for any special elections that occur between now and the fall. Get that clarification. <laughs> so and oh. all, all of that is legit. I, swear, I did not doctor any of that audio, nor did I doctor this when the governor took off his suit coat and lifted up his shirt and showed his new tattoo of the new maps that he had just gotten and yelled, How about that? <laughs> then the dancers came out. <laughs> Evers started doing worm in front of the, the desk where he signed. Flipped up a couple of times. I thought he did a really good head spin. I haven't seen the governor do a head spin in a while. man. You added that too, right? So that also (laughs) happened. All of that also happened. So I didn't doctor any of the other ones, only that one. Holy mackerel, folks. (laughs) I tell you, we joked about it too. There's it's highly consequential how these district lines are drawn will affect the makeup of the Wisconsin State Legislature. We're gonna polka tonight. And that could shift the balance of power. I think we had one political expert on. I can't remember if it was mayors from West Politics or the professor that we had on saying gives it a one in three shot that Democrats could retake the legislature. Good Lord. (laughs) So it's serious stuff, right? Who governs the state? If you would have, if the legislature flips, you have one party rule in Wisconsin. They'd run the legislature. You have the governor's office for at least the next three years. You have the state Supreme Court leaning left instead of right now. You have the attorney general's office. You have, we still got old Doug LaFossil was replaced (laughs) as well for whatever that office is in charge of. So you're not buying everyone coming out there with globes. (laughs) I did not. He spun a globe on his hand like a basketball. Cartographers everywhere. (laughs) Really enjoying the hell out of that. Fix the damn rolls. There was, you know, let me tell you something. Remember when they were out there for the big announcement for American Family Field? Hey, the Brewers are going to stay here for another 50 years or until 2050, (laughs) right? And we had this bipartisan thing, and we've been working on this. Remember when you were kids and we had to get this ballpark built and how hard it was, and we got this done, and it was like, okay, really glad everybody's here. Yes, and we mocked that. Mm Uh, who was it? Was it Sinicki who was like, hey, how about some noise? Hey, can somebody make <laughs> it's like crickets. Was she there yesterday? I thought I saw her. She, uh, she didn't Can't speak, remember, or right. if she did speak, I missed it. 
might have hooted a little bit. Could have been. Could Do we find out? Me. I want to know who was hooting. <laughs> There's actually, here's another one. That's the last one I'll give you. That is, uh, this one's legit. These maps reflect the will of the people. Hell yeah. Thank you. Yes. Let's ride. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Did I get a hell yeah? In there. These maps reflect the will of the people. Hell Thank you. Yes. Let's ride. Yeah, let's, let's ride. How about that? <laughs> No, I didn't see. I asked one of the four legislators that uh, were coming down with me to one of them to do a somersault. Did anybody do that? No? Darn, darn it. Next year. Anyway, good evening, Wisconsinites. Oh. You clowns, you screwed that all up. <laughs> Eric, Debbie, no, 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 no. Uh, we didn't. No, no, no. No, no, no. Play it now. <laughs> <laughs> there was supposed to be more cheering at the end of the somersault remark. I don't know, Deb, you know. Right. There, there we go. go. <laughs> WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. 52 degrees, the inland high today, a little bit cooler near the lake. Tonight's low just down to 37, and then two more days in the 50s. Wednesday's high 55, Thursday high of 50, right now just above freezing in Milwaukee. WTMJ Steve Scafidi in this house. What do you got going today? Gentlemen, it's the day of the writers, political writers. So I've got Christian Sutter, who writes for National Review Online. He had an interesting uh, take yesterday. We were going back and forth. Will either of these guys, Biden or um, Donald Trump, be president in 2026? One of them's going to win, right? Will they be around in 2026? Interesting thought. One because of legal questions. One because of age. Wow, that's wow. that's a take, isn't it? Mm. I'm fascinated by that. Are you still entirely convinced that President Joe Biden will be the nominee for the Democrats? Yeah. Yes, so I agree. The, the theories and the ideas that somehow he'll be replaced somewhere down the line. Or right up in front of the convention. It's it's nine months now, and and the, and the conventions are earlier than that. I had heard uh, from str- strategists who would say that the only reason that would not happen would be if Trump was not the nominee. If that because they believe that Biden can beat Trump. Yeah, this this is a and this I've said it over and over again. I'm just like a cliche. This is a fascinating year. We've never had a president who's facing all these indictments. And now it sounds like some of these court cases are actually getting scheduled, hard dates. You know, March 25th is a date that's come up on one of them. And then, you know, they'll kind of follow along. And the question I think that's so fascinating to me is, will Americans, I don't care if you're the the most diehard Trump supporter ever, will they vote for someone who is a felon? Now, obviously, everything can get appealed. That will drag on forever, probably, knowing our country. But will they vote for someone that's a felon? Now, he could be acquitted of these charges. Then we have a much different story. And the the question of Joe Biden's age is certainly something that's going to keep coming up until he proves otherwise. And so far, what I've seen, he hasn't done that. He has not proved otherwise. He's still stumbling. He's still making mistakes. And as a president who is 81 years old and will be much older if he wins re-election, could be 86, that's a serious question that voters are going to want the answer to. Can we have a president who's still functional and effective at the age of 86 years old. That's a fascinating question. Political Power Hour with WTMJ Steve Scafidi is next.